Here they come! Hello and welcome to episode 168 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host Eric Moore and today I'm joined by Wade Burton for us to have a natter about the recently finished The Book of Boba Fett. What we thought before the show started, what we thought during the show and our thoughts at the end. And um, that being that, um, needless to say, this is spoiler heavy. So if you haven't watched every episode, please don't listen until you have. Okay, here we go. On with the show. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. Can I take it back, Wade? Uh, last episode of season two of The Mandalorian, there you are, you're sat there and you've just been flabbergasted because Luke's back, blah, blah, blah. All finishes, credits roll, end of the credits, we see Jabba's palace, we see old Bib, we see what Boba does. Big what was your thoughts when that happens? Because you are a massive Boba Fett fan, aren't you? Uh, I, I, in the sense that most old school fans who grew up and didn't, you know, didn't, you know, for me, like uh, the Empire Strikes Back and his mystique from that, and then you know, uh, the action figure, the kind of action figure, and he just he was just intrinsically cool. So he was just yeah, the, the the character design was so strong that he basically fueled an entire decade in the ninety of of, of you know extended universe material. Um, so which which I did not follow, but um, yeah, I, I, I like the Fed. It's just a cool looking design. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not like a, a fat purist or diehard and yeah, I like him, but you, of course I, I love it. I like, I love the design for sure. But right. Okay. And you know, you didn't follow any of the EU stuff no. that was going on, but except but... for, except for the, the, the so I, I kind of checked out of EU pretty quickly on, I read the, uh, Air to the Empire trilogy, which is, I mm-hmm. thought entertaining. I enjoyed that. Um, I read the Dark Horse. Um, what was that? Uh, what's that called? You know the the the, the famous comic series back in the day. Um, what with Boba Fett in it? Yeah, the the one when he he shoots out of the the, the Sarlacc pit and yeah. And and at, at that time in the nineties, I didn't really have much of a conception of canon and, and or whatever. So to me, that was like, oh, that's that seems official and it's, it made sense. It's like, cool. Oh yeah, that would. Of course, he could have escaped. Great, cool. Boba Fett's alive, but you know, I didn't set too much uh, stock by it. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I kind of checked out of the, the EU pretty early on, uh, like after that. That was basically all I read. I remember reading, I think it was some of the, the Jedi Academy books, and I got 
I was halfway through one of them. I went, this is just shit. <laughs> so I just stopped. Yes. I was like, cool, whatever. Like, and by that point, um, the prequels were coming up. So I was like, oh, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't starved for, for Star Wars content. Right. It's funny you should mention prequels because, you know, I've, I've read the, some of the comics, especially the ones with Cam Kennedy doing the artwork, and, and that was really good. And uh, I read Tales of the Bounty Hunters, which was his anthology short story. Yep, book, I read that. that I, 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 I read that and Tales from Jabba's Palace because I'm, I'm I'm, I love short stories, so I, I read those. Yeah, and they're they're, yeah. they're basically pretty cool. I, people always make fun of the IG88 one where, where he be, he becomes the, the Death Star. I thought that was <laughs> bloody genius. I loved it. I thought I thought it was bloody awesome. Yeah, that was a good Star Wars in character when um, you know they realised yeah. just <laughs> what his ultimate fate was to be. Yeah. Um, but but the thing is, I mean, yeah, that was good. And you know, in that Tales of the Bounty Hunter, you see, you, you see, you know, Boba coming out. He's rescued by Dengar, isn't he? Yeah. You know, and we have a tale there. And what I enjoyed about all of them was that it was consistent with what we already knew of the fella. You know, what we had seen in the original trilogy. Yeah. But then the prequels came along and the prequels for me, you know, many, many times showed you and things and explained backstories. And it was just a great disappointment. So the Mandalorian was a breath of fresh air to me in Star Wars. And I enjoyed that a lot. And then you had that final scene at the end of the Mandalorian. And it's like, OK, this looks good. This looks mm -hmm. good. He's cool there. That's yeah. What we had seen of Boba in The Mandalorian was yeah. okay. Yeah, I didn't have any problems. But I did have this niggle at the back of my mind. I've been let down before with mm. backstories being explained. What is this book of Boba Fett going to be like then? Well, well I, th I thought I thought Boba in um, Boba, Boba. He, like even Tamara Morrison, he changes from Boba to Boba every scene. Um, I thought he was awesome i thought he was actually he, he i was like when he like because i was kind of like the prequels kind of burnt me a bit on boba fett i'm like eh, yeah whatever and then when he appeared i'm like yeah it was always going to happen but then i thought i really enjoyed his performance because i didn't like jango fett his performance as jango fett i thought it was like fine whatever but i wasn't that that interested in it and i actually thought he was i thought he's fantastic i thought he had a real sense of brutality and strength and you know mm -hmm. in some of his fighting scenes so i was i was all on board so when I saw him that scene there, I was like, "Okay, gosh, they're taking this this badass character who's who's taken over like this crime syndicate. This is going to be the the nitty gritty, dirty underbelly of Star Wars. We've always been, you know, they've always hinting at and always talking about. And in the Solo movie, they had um, you know, Maul at the end with he's 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 the syndicate, yeah. he's the crime syndicate. Like, oh, they're really getting into this whole underbelly and <laughs> it, it was more. It became like Boba's Boy Scout troop." All right. Well, what we're going to do today, it's it's not a usual episode of Effectively Speaking. We're going to do a, mm. a general overview of our thoughts on the show, sure. picking out the effects bits, noticing the effects mm -hmm. bits as they happen. But we're going to particularly pay attention to the last couple of episodes because they are effects laden, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. But uh, yeah. So, yeah, I went into it. Yeah. Like you say, it's the underworld because there was going to be this proposed TV series when George Lucas still had it, wasn't it? That there was going to be Star Wars Underworld. Wasn't, wasn't, it, that, wasn't that level a comedy 313 series? Or something. Was it, oh, no, there was thinking? another what, thing. There, there was what, a Seth Green proposed yeah, what, what, comedy what, what, animation. Was that called something, what was that called? Like, was there something like Underworld or something it like that? It was something like that, but that it's got similar. shelved as soon yeah, as yeah. Disney. But apparently they made it over. all. Apparently it's sitting, it must be terrible. They never released it. They made the whole thing. 
yeah, it's sitting on a shelf somewhere uh, at Disney, isn't it? So, all right, we'll, we'll go through each uh, um, episode as we go, or chapter, because this is the book of Boba Fett, although that's never been explained why it's called this. I know. I, I do like on Star Wars and character how much Dave gets annoyed with the walking and the lack of books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. I don't understand it. it um, no, I don't understand this title at all. Um, and, I mean, you know, I mean, what we ultimately find out in this TV series is it's a way of continuing the Mandalorian tale without it being season three, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's all one thing. And Kathleen Kennedy did say that all the stories, all these separate series mm-hmm. are going to come together. And yeah. that's basically what happens towards the end. But if we start at the beginning, episode one, um, we go into it. What, again, what I really like about modern Star Wars, despite social media and the internet, is I, I think it's fantastic that we can watch a brand new Star Wars product with no spoilers, with no set leaks, no behind-the-scene leaks or anything. Um, I thought that was amazing that these seven stories, each Wednesday I could sit down and not have a bloody clue what was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, as long as you, yeah, no leaks before you watched it. I mean, this was, people had no, you know, compunction about leaking once it had been out. Like, like it was the most, seriously, I I was like watching it as soon as it came on because people would just, Mm. it was, you know, open open uh open hunt out there for for dropping things otherwise but yeah no it's true but i, I was thinking about earlier on but like uh you know the, the flip side of that is that we you know like disney is a fortress an absolute fortress with that stuff you know they've obviously got the most highly paid lawyers and um you know disclosure agreements and all that sort of stuff so not much, nothing comes out right the flip side of that is that nothing comes out so we don't hear about all the you know, they they, they, they they made the um you know, Rinsler made that made the um Force Awakens making of book. It's never been released. They just they, no. they we don't get those behind the scenes. And we leaks, never like, will. I, I really No, we don't never will. We never ne- will. Yeah, absolutely. We'll never find out the behind the stories on Rogue One and Solo and Well, and this one, the... I think there's I think there's a story behind because this is this is seriously the weirdest Star Wars thing ever. This overall series, hands down. It is bizarre. There's good bits, there's bad bits, whatever, that's fine. But it is the weirdest Star Wars they've ever made since going back to maybe the holiday special. I truly believe that. And there's some behind-the-scenes stuff that's gone on that we're never going to know about, and that that sucks. All right, well, let's go through it one by one, and let's see if we can see where the cracks start developing and everything. And, you know, the very first story, Stranger in a Strange Land, I mean, it starts very well. We've got a very accurate pan around Jabba's palace. It's all consistent with what we saw in Return yep. of the Jedi. Looks great. Uh, we, yeah, we get flashbacks to Attack of the Clones, which was good to see because there has been this thought that Disney kind of like dismissed the prequels. Yeah, but no, the, no, you get I th- I think the t- I think the I think the TV, I think they've been, um, you know, gently reintroducing uh, prequel stuff and like, uh, like you know, uh, the prequels, I'll, I'll take them over the sequels, I'll say that much for them, but I don't, I don't love them. But um, they... they <laughs> It's funny now that it feels like a bit of a prequel um, nostalgia now. And I've got to say, I even felt it because, you know, I was, for me, b- uh, before uh, Rise of Skywalker, Attack of the Clones was the worst movie. And even I was like, oh, wow, look at that. They're, they're on Camino. Oh, it, it, it gave me a bit of a buzz. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not a prequel fan at all. Yeah. So, yeah, there's definitely some prequel nostalgia underlying all of us, uh, you know, middle-aged men watching this. Yeah, but but when you say prequel nostalgia, nobody's forcing you to watch the whole bloody film. You just see a couple of scenes from it. You know, if we had seen Padme <laughs> yeah. and Anakin sat on that hill 
um, you know, you might not have gone, ooh, look, Attack of the Clones. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. all good, all good, right? Yeah. And then he wakes up in the belly of the Sarlacc, right? Yeah. And this is when I start having a question mark above my head. Um, number one, the execution of him in this belly. To me, I don't buy for one second he's in a belly of a beast. He looks like he's in a corridor of meat, right? Because <laughs> he's standing up uh, and he's just got meat bits uh, to the side of him. Um, I, I don't buy that. I don't understand where the light is coming from when he wakes up. Um there's, there's um, two suns above the hole in the mouth. What are you talking about? So he's just below the mouth then. Exactly. He he's, exactly. Oh. He's he's in, he's stuck in the gums. He's like uh, stuck in you know like when you get a bit of spinach stuck in your tooth. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's All obvious. Right. All right. So so if he's just in the gullet there, right, mm. and you, you know, the two suns are directly above him. If he had <laughs> got like a knife out and stuck a knife into the side and hauled his way up fine but he seems to burn his way out yeah which i don't quite understand and he comes out at an angle <laughs> not far from that mouth so he's yeah. basically burnt a tunnel up mm. and out yeah and when he comes out what i do like i mean i do like you know because it's old dave filoni it's john favreau isn't it yeah. you know they have got the attention to detail when he comes out and you see the the pit of carcoon yeah. and uh, i like the way the tendril is still laying on the side yep. that Lando shot. Yeah, you know, yep. which is excellent detail. Um, so yeah, we've got you know this ruthless bounty hunter Boba Fett, and he's so mean and he's so determined. He's managed to actually survive a, a, a dip in the Sarlacc pit, and he comes out diminished slightly by the fact he gets beaten up by the Jawas. I wasn't expecting <laughs> to. I, I know he's weakened by his or, ordeal when he's been burnt by acid and everything, uh, but he does get duffed up by the Jawas, doesn't he? Yeah, which is, which, mm. which is nice. I, I've always loved Jawas, and I've got to say, I never expected like the last five years to be such a renaissance of Jawas on TV. They're just left, right, and center. They're all over the place. And they are consistent. I, I, the Jawas in this show are consistent, you know, and we've got some terrific effect shots of, you know, aerial shots as it pans around the sand crawler as it's going along with a bloody great, you know, skull on it on the top yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but then we get into, you know, little big man territory, dancing with wolves, don't we, when he gets uh, uh, captured by the Tuscans, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you can look at this overall series, like... As well, you know, like the book, you can look at it as kind of like, uh, like overall chapters or themes or whatever. But like, you know, the the, the Tuscan section is like, I don't know, a good quarter of the of the book, I would say. And I don't know, it's it's at first glance, I was just like, okay, cool, this is good. But I think it may be one of the weaker sections by the end of it. Well, I, I was going to mention this later on because, you know, we're taking this week by week. We're just, you know, uh, watching this story unfolding. And we've had two seasons of The Mandalorian, which were very well written, very well executed. And there were little references and little tidbits of information that you've given that pay off later on. And looking back on all seven stories now, I thought there was more going on with these Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. Um, you know, because there was all sorts of online speculation that the female one is actually Fennec Shand in disguise, and they, that they were building up this relationship with him and the boy Tuscan Raider, yep, yep. and and then later on when he he finds they're all dead, and it's like no, they're, they're not all all dead. Somebody survived. The the, yeah. the leader survived, and they're not. They're just no. gone. You you get yeah, but... all this built up, and then 
they don't go anywhere with it. it, 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 it yeah, the, the payoff for that whole thing is is so underwhelming. It's like, it, 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 in the same way that Rise of Skywalker kind of made the, the previous two movies worse. Like, like when I go back and watch, uh, so I haven't been back and watched this series now, but I, I, I know I'll probably fast forward a lot of the Tusken Raider stuff now because it doesn't lead to anything. I mean, it, 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 he gets a different perspective on life. Sure, fine, great, but they definitely could have done something uh a bit a bit more with it and i think i think this is yeah this is one of the bits i was talking about like you know something something didn't quite work like something's gone on or there's been a a conflict in the in the in the conference room and they're writing this or putting this together because it just feels it feels yeah not quite right doesn't feel right and you know we we later find out that he's he's with them for like five years, <laughs> yeah. but you never and it might be what you're referring to there. It might be an editing thing that something's gone because I got no no impression whatsoever yeah. that he was there five years. I no. didn't buy it at all. I don't don't understand why they saved him to begin with. Yeah, I you know there should have been more of resistance from Boba to do what he's told. Well, he well, caves in almost immediately. Also, I don't quite... The, the Sand People are such a weird aspect of Star Wars. So, okay, so you go back to Attack of the Clones. God, I love... I, Eric, thank you so much for making me spend my Friday night talking about Attack of the Bloody Clones. <laughs> um, so, in Attack of the Clones, like, without any context, the, the Tusken Raiders um, kidnap um, Shmi Skywalker and brutally beat her and... Who knows what else? And to the extent that uh, she's barely holding on to life for the for for the with purely through the will, like wanting to see a son, and when she does, she drops dead. I mean, they're not nice people. They're they're, they're, no. they're a bizarre other people. Like, and and then in this, they kind of started with that, but then by the end, they're they're just, they're just like they seem like a bunch of bloody. Sh- bunch of schmoes like you know the, the fact that they can't get out of the way of a, of a of the same of a train coming from miles away to get behind a sand dune like it, it, in the same way that i think the show um diminished the mystique of boba fett they did that to the tuscan raiders yeah. as well unfortunately yeah. i don't I, yeah and unfortunately that's with you every time you watch new hope now you yeah. know you're, you're you're gonna think about all this and the i mean i assume i assume and... they're a very tribal society so that like the people that we see you know in you know a new hope probably a completely different tribe and they got you know they look their their costume looks a bit different so sure whatever but yeah the, the, these guys they just seem a bit, a bit dumb the one good thing that i'm glad that they didn't do is you know show us what's under the mask yep yep you know? oh for sure no I, Tuscan Raiders and, and Judge Dredd off, off, off bounds. We'd never need to see that. Or Jawas. Back to the Jawas. <laughs> They're yeah. rats, aren't they? Yeah, They're weird. Apparently rat so. Yes. Yeah. They um, smell. They smell, so... smell terrible. Thanks, thanks, so, Wars and character. Yes, yes. Um, so you know, Boba. You know, this is the start of me going. I, I don't know if that's right. You know, I mean, you know, he's chained to this post. You've got a Rodian there. Yeah. He asked the Rodian, do you want me to save you? Yeah. That's well, I can see Boba doing that if that would yeah. help him in some way. So, so he's gone immediately from the uh, you know, hardcore Boba. That, but, again, but again, a lot of this is based on our assumptions. So I do push back a little bit when people say, oh, Boba Fett, he's such a badass guy, blah, 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 blah. That is based on a lot of EU comics and all mm. sorts of other stuff. In yeah, the movies, never mentioned in the movies, in the movies not in the movies, all. He's done bugger all. And, and to be honest, in Return of the Jedi, he looked like a schmuck. So 
there's not you know so but having said that it's pretty clear to if you're making this you'd have some expectation of of what how how people perceive him and straight away with no build up or anything he's straight away gone to the selfless mode instead of yep. being a bit like you know in it would have been far more like you know you know to show him in a in a more of a you know a realistic light if he was there was some way he could sacrifice the Rodian to 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 escape yeah yeah yeah, I mean, to me, Boba Fett's always been the man with no name, you yeah. know. He would only do something if it, was, if it was in his own interests. Absolutely. He doesn't help people out. He's a loner, isn't he? You know. I mean, I mean, even though it's not much, much backstory, all we do know about him in um, the original trilogy, he's a bounty hunter. So by definition, he, he, he does things for pay. Like, he's not motivated by loyalty or, or you know, the you know your your cause, whether it's good or bad. He, he works for money. So, you know, that, that's all we know about him. So... Why is he so selfless now? Yeah. I mean, you can say that, you know, his time with, you know, the Tuscans taught him and changed him and that's character development. But this is on day one of being with yeah, the Tuscans. day one. And yeah, there's a like, huh? bit about it. Okay, well, we go to their present and you've got Fett on the throne with his helmet on. Great. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Judge Dread thing. All good. This Trandoshan comes in with a Wookiee pelt. Nothing's yeah. made of it, but if you're a Star Wars fan, you know that's yeah. a Wookiee pelt, and you know that the two races can't abide each other. All good, all good. Wasn't but originally then... like Boba like one part of it, some of his early designs? He had like um, these kind of braids that were like Wookiee. Well, um... he, he he had it on the suit in Empire yeah. Strikes Back. There is yeah. like he's he's got like a a bit of uh, fur pelt that's hair right hanging yeah. hanging off of his cape, yeah. and yeah, that's a Wookiee scalp basically because yeah, <laughs> they scalp Wookies, yeah. Um, so all good, but here we go. We get the slide because the mo, mo, major jo domo comes in um, and starts ordering him around. Fennec starts doing all the talking for him and telling him what to do. And all through this, Boba Fett is being told what to do. Yeah, which again makes me go, huh? You know, like we we never get, we never ever hear the motivation for why he wanted to do this in the first place. Really. Like, except some vague thing about protecting the people, but that's not really being a crime lord. Like, maybe run for governor or mayor or whatever. I don't know. But, like, he his motivations for doing what he does are never really explained. And uh, It's not convincing in the slightest, is it? No. Because later on he's talking about this is my city, this is my people. And it's like, you're not from Tatooine, mate, you know? Um, so I don't know why he's saying all that. And, you know, he wants to become a crime lord. But when we see Jabba's palace, you've got Matt Berry, the droid, and a couple of Gamorrean guards that he inherits, you yeah. know, and, and that's it. And he's a crime lord that rules <laughs> Mos Espa. And, and, and you just listed off about 40% of his, um, his fighting force by the end of the series as well. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't get much bigger. And, yeah, they go off to Mos Espa. What do you think of Mos Espa being this huge, sprawling city in a crack thing? Yeah, uh, look, you know, we, 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 ha we haven't, there's nothing, we haven't seen anything else before. Like, it's a planet. Like, it's not even that big a, big a city. Like, it looks cool. I don't, you know, it's, it, I, I don't have a problem with it. Like, um, I think, I think Mos Eisley, from what we saw from, um, you know, 
Ben and Luke standing on the cliff above it. It's a lot smaller. So yeah, I don't mind it. It doesn't ah, contradict anything yeah, that we no. saw in New Hope. And, and, it, looks, you know, it looks neat. We, we, it was funny because I remember early on, everyone was like, "Oh, what's that big tower in the middle?" It's like, "Oh, that's just put there for a, for a wrangle to jump off later on." Don't worry about that. It doesn't mean it. doesn't mean anything. That's just a. That's just a prop. No, I don't mind it. I mean, you know, yeah. uh, Ben Kenobi says, doesn't he? Mos Eisley spaceport. Mos Eisley yeah. is just a spaceport. It's not yeah. a city. This yeah. is a city on Tatooine. You know, Mos Eisley is like the um, you know the, the airport and, and the suburbs around it, where you yeah, know, it's like Heathrow. You've yeah. got London down the road, and yeah. then you've got Heathrow off to one side. Yeah. yeah, and we get the first you know, hello Dave over at Swick. Um, the first of many walk-in scenes. <laughs> you know, I, I actually went for a walk this morning, and I was walking along. And I thought David hate me right now. <laughs> just walking along, just walking. All this walking. walking in this show, right? Yeah. Right. First question is, you know, how far away is Jabba's palace from oh, Mos Espa? It's got to be. It's got to be a decent hike. Like we don't, we don't know. But I, whenever I see that people are walking to and from bloody Jabba's palace, it's like, I mean, I guess we saw R two and three PO, but I, I always assumed that they got dropped off somewhere not too far away. Yeah. I never, I never thought they were walking. You know, you know, a couple of days to get there. Um, yeah, it's, uh, and it's in the desert. It's hot. It's brutal. Like it's probably and it's dangerous. got two suns. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, you, you. I don't know. Yeah, we don't really know. I, I mean, I, I assume Jabba would want to be. You know, he's got like spaceships and you know, uh, you know, craft to get around on. So he could probably get into town. You know, in ten, fifteen, twenty minutes. Sure, whatever. But I don't think it'd be. You know, if you're walking it, I'm sure it'd be a decent bloody hike. Yeah. The other thing that I was thinking is, you know, this isn't a dig at the fans, i.e. Dave over at Star Wars in character, you know, because in Rogue One, you know, old chummy, old Ben Mendelsohn at the beginning, parks yeah. half oh, a yeah. mile away yeah. and yeah. walks. You know, so. well, but it's, 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 it goes back to, I think, I think Star Wars has always had a big heart on for the um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia, you know, the opening scene, walking, you know, mm. that the, the big sprawling, you know, which is great. And of course, it's beautiful cinematography, like, you know, the big sprawling shot with a figure walking, you know, it looks great. It, it is a, a classic shot. So oh, I don't have a problem. I think it's funny that, you know, and, one, and seriously, once you notice it, you can't not see it, but I don't, I don't have a problem with it. It looks, you know, it looks cool. People walk, sure, fine, whatever. Okay. I guess you were pretty happy to see that Max Rebo survived. Loved it. I, I changed my Facebook profile photo to Max Rebo as soon as I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I guess he wasn't on the uh, Jabber's uh, skiff. Oh, who knows? Who knows? But it was just it was just a cool, nice little thing. And it's like, you know, and you can imagine the whole little backstory where, you know, he's he survived all that and then, you know, he's... The rest of the band's gone, and he's got no, he's broke, so he's just playing gigs there, and you know, and, and I think in you know in the in the, the classic backstory, like Re, you know Max Rebo is a bit of a famous guy, like it'd be cool if he was like, I don't know, like um, I don't know, gosh, I'm trying, I'm I'm showing my age now, I'm trying to think of a pop star. If it was um, Michael Jackson, I can't even think of anyone. I'll, I'll stick with the Swicker canon. If it was Michael Jackson, and he'd been um, in, in a country where there'd been a disaster, and all of a sudden he had to just play karaoke bars to make a bit of money, you know, it's mm, like yeah, it's come to this, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he I looked good. He looked, he looked muppety and good and fine, and yeah, he looks great. Yeah, the rest yeah. of the band looked great, but I don't like this place. I don't like this bar. Well, the, pay, the payoff for it, it is. The, 
it was I, at first I was intrigued, and then by the end, when there's no payoff, it is frustrating. Again, again one of those things. When I go back and up. watch it, when I go back and watch it again, I'll be like, "Why are we here?" Because nothing's, nothing's. We're not going to find out about you, that that lady. Um, I'm also a little bit. I'm, I'm a little bit over um, the the sexual sexualization of Twilight. Like I'm really sick of it. And you know they kind of dealt with it in Rebels by making Hera actually wear some clothes and be smart and cool. And they're just going back into it. I'm and I'm done with it. Like are we ever going to address it in Star Wars? Like why why are they all such hornbag? Like mm. you know you know working on the edges of society. Blah blah blah. Like you know it's 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 I don't know. It's, I'm I'm kind of sick of it. So yeah, like at the same, I thought I thought Jennifer Beale looked awesome. I thought she was a really interesting and cool looking character. Yeah. She she had some yeah. amazing charisma. I was like, wow, this is great, but didn't lead to anything. But as soon as yeah. I have like, here's the hot boy Twi'lek and the hot girl Twi'lek, and Do you want oh, me to polish God. your helmet. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. like like is every does every race in Star Wars attracted to this one other race? Like, why don't we have some sexy Rodians or yeah. or you know got or hammerheads or whatever? You know, it's like it's Jawa. Just, Oh god! Have a sexy Jawa. Oh, oh! You got mental image now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was just—I just thought it was just a weird. Just a, I don't know. I just don't know why they keep. I, I don't know where that keeps being a thing. And like, even in the um, you know, the prequels, they had um, Aayla Sakura, and it's like, oh, she's beautiful. This blue Twi'lek, but who's a Jedi? But she's still beautiful. And it's like just. I don't yeah. know. Ula's just, got it, a lot it, to answer for, hasn't she? It just creeps me. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess that's. Yeah. Is, is that all it is? They're just all trying to reference that's the back start to Ula. That. Yeah, guess, yeah, yeah. All stems from Ula. Just a bit creepy. Yeah. yeah. What I don't like about this bar, this location, is it. It's not Star Warsy to me. This is like Buck Rogers, the Glenn Larson mm-hmm. Buck Rogers, or you know, Battlestar Galactica. I'm not convinced in the slightest. This doesn't feel right in the way you look at the Mos Eisley Cantina in the first yeah. film and then you look at this and it's like nah nah yeah. I know this is more you know upmarket we're in a city now but yep. nah I'm not buying it yep and 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 they don't help you know they don't help themselves it's very bright you know even even posh bars can be dim you know it's like they feel like this because it has to be they're, they're obviously going for a, like a classy establishment that it's really overlit um mm. but you know you go into plenty of posh bars and they'll be dim and you know have lots of cool moody lighting. So yeah, they didn't didn't help themselves. Yeah, I don't mind Bobba here, you know, because it's a touch of the old Don Corleone's. He's paying a visit, you know, to all his vassals, isn't he? And he's going around, and I can see why he would take his helmet off for that. That's fine. Yeah. I ain't got a problem but, with that. But what are they paying we... him for? <clears throat> exactly. I mean, I mean, it's him. Two Hello? pit guards. I, I, I took I took over the local milk run. Like you know, it's like. Like, like Jabba would have like would have been like okay, so so Jabba would have that would have had the squeeze on that place. That'd be you know like it's supposed to be a slightly seedy establishment. Like you know it's classy, but you know there would have been you know prostitution and drugs and and gambling and God knows what. So I don't know, and it just he just goes in and goes, hey, I'm the new guy, and she, they're like, oh, oh, sure, cool, great, whatever, yeah. like. Like, like, I think she's got more security staff than he does. Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, they go outside and we have this fight now where you've got energy shields and you've got the whole rooftop chase and everything. Oh, um, roof, rooftop chase is bad. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an early, that was probably the low point of the episode. Just kind of flat. It went on too long. And, and this happens and... a lot in this show. Star Wars becomes boring, you know, which is something you never think could happen but it does that went on far too long 
um, this whole get me to the Bacta tank thing. Yeah. Um, since when does he have to have bars in a Bacta tank? He didn't have any of this in The Mandalorian when he was being badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, for sure. No, no. And then we've got where things will really start to slide for me, and it's like, uh-oh, uh-oh. Um, this sand creature in the flashback. Oh, yeah. The, 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 <laughs> it the, made me the, think of you straight away. It's like, <laughs> what? It, it, it makes absolutely no sense that they would do this. Um, yeah. You know, people have gone, oh, it's a homage yeah. to Ray Harryhausen. And it's like, no, this is a homage to people who like Ray Harryhausen and want to yeah. do their own version and yeah. don't have an ounce of the creativity and imagination yeah. of the no, guy. It, it, in in the same way that the uh, the mod gang with their scooters later on is like it's almost just the the people making this going oh we know this thing we're just gonna rub it in your face that we know this reference and it just doesn't fit and it's not appropriate and it looks shit. What's um, it doing under the sand like that? Uh, chilling. chilling. I, who who knows, mate? Who knows? So it, it digs a, it, it, to chill. It, it digs a hole and then covers itself up in sand and goes to sleep. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, it's a, it's just such a, a busy bit of Tatooine, isn't it? Like this giant sand planet, and they they find like these. I mean, they they. I got. I would have liked the impression that those little black watermelon things, those what are they called, I think they're called black melons, that they were a bit more rare and precious. But it feels like they're just constantly just like find them and necking them, and like you know, water's no yep. issue. And so they find a few of those, and oh look out, we're also sitting on top of a of, of a creature. Yeah, like they didn't have to go, and they didn't have to go back to a you know a you know a, a, um, crate dragon or any of that stuff. That's fine. That but yeah, the design that came up with just it 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 wildly hit the mark. It missed the mark. Like uh, I don't think anyone was happy with it. Yeah, and this is why you know for me alarm bells start going yeah. off, and it's like uh oh. <laughs> so know? it's like it's like they it's like so much of the new Star Wars they overthink it. Like they they they're trying to think so much what we want to watch. It's like okay. Um, uh, they want practical effects, and Lucas was, was inspired by uh, uh, Harryhausen. So we're going to make this um, thing that looks like it's out of Attack of the Titans, um, Clash of the Titans, and um, yeah, it's like no. At some point, someone should have just gone. Nah, this just looks that doesn't look right. Like I don't know how how anyone ever put that on the screen. Like it never right. looked right. You Can think you about see the, this in a New Hope. Well, you think about those. You know, you know, have you ever watched any of the, the make the like the behind the scenes stuff of um, basically the prequels? It's probably the most documented. But like you know, when um, um, George Lucas like and it, seriously, it would be the most fun ever. If I was a billionaire, this is what I would do as well. You pay a lot of really talented people to draw awesome things, and you get to go along with a stamp and go yes, no, yes, no, yes, yes. no, and like it, Lucas. Oh, maybe what a letter. I don't know, but like how did how did you know, this design get through that sort of process with a few people going, yes, no, yes, no, I don't know. Like, whether someone with a really strong personality got that through the, the, the process, I don't know, but yeah, it looked not no, great. It belongs on the, um, you know, the hollow chess game yeah. in and, A New and, Hope. It's one of those style creatures, you and know? straight away, I remember straight away, it's like someone was like, oh, it's from that. And I was like, oh, really? I went and looked and it, it isn't, but it, it could have been, but that would have made, that would have worked better. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that's episode one done. We will go to episode two, the tribes of Tatooine. Um, I like the hammerhead mayor mm -hmm. of Mos Espa. I thought yeah. he was done well, realized yeah. well. I like the fact that he's got hair, which we didn't see on the original yep. prop in the first film. All I like good, he's got like a translator, like that not every, 
not everyone in Star Wars just relies on subtitles. Mm. Yeah, you know, no, that's cool. I don't think I can't remember seeing a translator before in Star Wars. I think it might have been the first yeah. time. No, that's good. Because not normally, good. not normally everyone just understands everyone else's language. Hmm? What do you think of Jabba's cousins? What do you think of the execution of the huts in this I thought, show? I thought, as far as they're probably the best CG huts, but still a far cry from latex Jabba. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, I'm actually amazed that those guys dropped out of the series. Like I, I thought, okay, here we go, we're gonna have a proper proper bit of um you know conflict here i, I thought they were going to be the main protagonists yeah. which yeah. And, and they had a kind of a creepy um you know slightly you know debauched vibe which i thought was kind of cool mm. so i i thought i thought they were okay like but again like they, they they you stack them up against like every time i watch return of the jedi like i'm always just like wow that jab of the heart that is just one of the greatest effects ever it truly is and so mm. it doesn't stand up to that it doesn't have the the, the physicality and sense of presence of a of a uh, you know, one and a half tons of latex. I think it's the best that you could do with CGI. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? They, they look good. I was like, oh, cool, but yeah. it it looks different. Yeah, and again, they walk into town. Those poor sods carrying their litters. <laughs> yeah. Where have they come from, and how far have they been walking? <laughs> they just they just walked over from Moss Eisley. Right. Got off the, okay. You know, across the dunes. And of course, we 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 have a character from the comics now we have santo don't we santo the wookie um um which yeah i've i've, I've got those graphic novels i think it was in a darth vader graphic yeah. novel he's introduced and he used to be in the comics uh he teamed up with boba fett he, okay. he was a, a he's a fellow bounty hunter yeah. And I, I thought he was excellent. I thought he was realised very well, and he was yeah. nice and mean, which is yeah. how Wookiees should be. Yep. And like, yeah, it's cool to see like a black Wookiee. Like, I, I vaguely, I think I might have read that comic. Like, I va- like I kind of knew who they're talking about when he was on there. I was like, but it, it, something I might have read once years ago, mm. so I wasn't super familiar. But yeah, I thought he, look as soon as they brought him in, it's like, okay, here we go. Here's uh, you know, it's almost like a video game. It's like here, here's the end of level boss. Like you're gonna be yes. fine this guy soon. Yep, yep. So all good, all good. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Maybe last week's episode was a bit yep. of a blip. Yeah, but it, was set, the... it was setting up. It was setting up some stakes. Like you know, it you was. can't just you can't just waltz in and just take over. Like you know that, you know. I always got the impression that Jabba was insanely rich. Like you know that that so to say, just taking over. Like you know that, that's taking over like a huge organization and 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 money and like. I mean, Boba was broke the whole way through. He kept talking about, oh, I've got plenty of money, got plenty of money. But, like, it d- didn't feel like he had much money that. coming in. Yeah. No, no. Um, so, this is all really good, and I'm enjoying it. But then we have the whole space train segment. This yeah. notion of a train, which isn't on tracks, yeah. going along, what, picking what off th- the Tuscan Raiders as they go. Uh, but... What, what, okay, again, Star Wars. Star Wars keeps forgetting that it, they have spaceships. Why, why, why don't they just land where they need to deliver the spice? Yeah, yeah. And you why just... do we have to have a train? They even call it a train. You can't. You can't use the word train in Star yeah. Wars. Think up another word. Yeah, it's just they. They, they had. They've got such a hard on. I think being being American creators, they've got such a hard on for making westerns. Mm. And they they just need to have they're like you can tell it's almost something they would have had at the beginning like yeah we're gonna have a train heist and it's they they kind of like almost like they had the themes and then worked backwards to try and make the story. 
Yeah, but that ain't good. That nah. ain't good. No. So and, and then yeah. it looked it looked just comical. This train coming train coming through. The the Tuscan Raiders are like you know they're supposed to be like Fremen or something. You know they're super in tune with the environment and you know can hear it coming from miles away. And then they all just stand there and get shot like a bunch of dickheads. Like, yeah. It, it looks funny looking back. Like and and oh and I feel bad for the bloody Banthers that keep getting shot. It's like put your band at least look after your Banthers <laughs> yeah. for God's sake. Like get, get it further down that sand dune out of sight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got to. I've got to say the the um the Banthers in the show were excellent. Like especially when you see the close ups of the face and their tiny little eyes, and I think the yep. Banthers are really really well done. Yep, yep. I think so far it's Banthers and Jawas we don't have a problem with. <laughs> well, I never had a problem with them in the first place. That was some of the best looking yep. things originally. Excellent. Yep. Good. Excellent point. All right, so we'll go to episode three, and um, you know, oh dear God, uh, the introduction of the mods. Oh. I think this is this is the number one, you know, yeah. uh, uh, fail from me with this yep. show. Yeah, it's, yeah, again, sure. it's Glenn Larson. This is something you see in Buck Rogers or or you know Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, and they're just bloody annoying, terrible designs. The whole notion that you've got like these tattoo parlors where you can just turn up and they'll this this stupid guy will just lob a bit of you off and stick an android bit on. Yeah, it's bloody stupid. Yeah, no, it was uh, it, it, it truly it, it is definitely the low point of the series. I think the the, the mods and um, it's that it's just such a, a a blatant like reference to Quadrophenia. So cool, yeah. whatever. I've seen that movie as well. It's just like it's just like the people making this going. Oh my god, I've seen this movie. It's so cool. I'm so cool for knowing it. I'm just going to put it in this. And it's like it looks shit. It. It looks so jarring. There's nothing cool about them. It's oh, it's not Star Wars at all. Yeah, no. And we're led to believe this teenage gang have got no money. They haven't got enough money to buy water, yeah. but they can go to this place and have you know bits added onto yep. them. They've got these space vespers, which are spick and span and brand new and 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 colorful and it's all like this no 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 and they're lifting like some of the you know the light like you know some of the look from quadrophenia but like you know the mods in quadrophenia like they would break into pharmacies and steal drugs and get into fights and like they weren't nice people they were just young just young people just living their life whatever but like these guys they they make them out to be saints like oh they're there protecting the community like the mods in quadrophenia could not give a fuck about the community no they were scum weren't they? <laughs> exactly they couldn't give a shit they just want to get they just want to go get high fight fuck and you know go 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 you know go ride the scooters around who gives and like cool whatever like you know i'm not judging that great but you know just the way it was presented in this show is like man they look like shit I feel no affinity for them, and um, yeah, well. they're just very irritating as well. Oh, the 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 guy who's got the uh, the eye, and he says, "Mate, I'm really pr- I'm really proud of me eye, mate." Like, yeah, how do how'd, how'd you how do you feel hearing hearing that, Eric? I mean, my I mean, my teeth were grinding. I tell you, <laughs> they really you were. You, you can't. You, you didn't like it, mate. Yeah, you can't say mate in Star Wars. Oh. You can't have a Cockney accent. In Star Wars, I no, mean, I, no, I say no. I say mate fifty times a day, and, and I, they grated on me as like oh, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear that in Star Wars. Like, piss off, no, mate. It, it, mate. Yeah, it's the same as having a Scottish bloke in um, Force Awakens. And it's like yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but Episode Three, the highlight is we see a Rancor again. Yeah, because um, the 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 huts bring a Rancor to. <laughs> 
Bobba as as an apology, don't they? And this whole thing, in in retrospect, is so weird. Like, cool, got a rancor, whatever. But it, I assumed it was some sort of Trojan horse thing, a Trojan rancor. Exactly. <laughs> like the the fact that they just gave they gave him a present and they gave him the Wookie. Like, there was, so yeah. what the fuck? Like, there was yeah. no stakes there. Oh, I could not believe that in the end. Like, oh, but the rancor is just just. A, 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 an amazingly powerful tool that you've been given. Oh, okay. I thought they were setting something up, especially hundred you know, percent the Danny Trejo character. It's like, okay, okay, he's going to be left. Yeah, it's Godfather, isn't it? You know, you get a mole on the inside, and yeah. at some point, you know, there's going to be treachery. And um, again, he was built up, and it's like, oh, Daniel, Danny Trejo's in it. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, gone, never see him yeah. again. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is. I mean, I mean, it's a, such a short show. I mean, it was a six series, uh, six show, um, you know, series, because um, there was, you know, only six Boba Fett shows and two Mandos. Um, yeah, I, I didn't need a half an episode of you know rank or training. I, I get the gist; that's fine. Like, you know, I, I can deal with that. Of all my complaints about the show, um, you know, it would have been nice to have seen some more, re- you know, bit of meaningful interaction. But yeah. It, it was such a such a bizarre, crowded uh, schedule for the show. There's, they never could have fitted it, it in how it was done. No. What you're saying, I mean, maybe there were, you know, troubles behind the scenes oh, and they had to... It could be COVID, COVID stuff as well. You know, yeah, maybe. All, all, maybe. all that stuff. I, I get that. But it, I, I think I think this is... an Compared to um, um, Mandalorian, I think this is an obviously troubled production. Um, going, back, going more back to, like, you know, the... Uh, you know the Han Solo, you know the Solo movies of Disney. Like you know, it's it's just not right. It doesn't feel like a cohesive whole in the slightest. And mm. Rogue One, and to be the sequel trilogy. To be honest, like you know, it's a bit of a bit of a bit of a mess for for yeah. all sorts of different reasons. Yep, yep, yep. Agree. Um, episode four. I think that's when I, the, the, the penny dropped. That this is like five years later because I. I think I think Boba Fett he, he he rides his banther into Mos Eisley and you see that bloody annoying woman, um, you know, with her pit droids walking in oh, the yeah. background. It's like oh she was there, you know, like four years before. But then we find out that no, this this next episode, episode four, takes place concurrently with the Mandalorian. And I do like the fact that you know he's scoping out Jabba's palace and he sees the flare in the sky, and that is, you know, the Mandalorian going up against Fennec Shand. Yeah. isn't it? And I yeah. like that. I like that, the, the way they've they've tied the two stories together. Um, but then we get this whole, and we, we had this, didn't we, in The Mandalorian, that we know she's got something cybernetic in her belly. Yeah. But we get the revelation that she was almost dead. Boba takes her to this tattoo parlor and gets the guy to save her, who uses these, like, Tonka Toy-type tools. <laughs> To rip her guts out and put robot guts in instead. I mean, I, I think this guy could have saved uh, Luke's Tauntaun by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just get it there sooner or later. He can just chuck some guts in. It's bloody stupid. Yeah. It, it is so stupid. Um, yeah. And yeah, he enlists her because he wants to get Slave 1 back. I like that we see other bits of Jabba's palace and we see his garage there where Slave 1 is kept. Oh, but... I've been I've been waiting to see Jabba's back entrance for years, mate. <laughs> and you saw it, didn't you? Um, 
the the worst thing for this uh, of this show for me are the mods, but just above them, and it's very close, is the diminishing of Boba Fett, where we actually have this scene where he's running around Jabba's kitchen, oh, the kitchen trying scene. to catch this yeah. robot, right? Yeah. And and it's it's like Tom and Jerry, it's like Tom going after Jerry, isn't it? And he can't do it. You know? yeah. Boba Fett has come to chasing around the kitchen after a a little robot. No, it goes, way, it goes way too long and re- reduces all the stakes of breaking into like a crime lord's, you know, palace. It, yeah, it's very, it was very, very, very poorly judged for sure. Mm. All right, so they, they, they still, or they take back the slave one. They escape and they go to the so, sorry, sorry, no, sorry. I was just thinking, like, yeah. you know, like humor in Star Wars is is always hit and miss. But like, you think about. The equivalent of that in the original movie would have been um, the Death Star droid, the the the, the mouse droid that comes up mm. to Chewie, me, 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 and he roars and goes off. It takes ten seconds. Like yeah, and this droid, it just went on and on and on. It was and it was and it, yeah, it was just yeah. Mm. All right, so they go to the Sarlacc pit because he wants his armor back. <laughs> this, this is such a weird. I was like, what? You can't remember what happened. What? What the fuck? So, how, yeah. how, how hard did that Jawa hit him? No, no, number one, there's that, right? That he's forgotten that he wore the armor when he came out. Number two is he goes back in without his armor on. Yeah. But that's acid down there. You know, I know it takes a thousand years to slowly dis- dissolve uh-huh. you, but you, but no, you, no, no, that's just stupid. Um, later on in that episode, we do get to see Cristanton ripping the arms off a transdotion. So we finally get to see arms ripped off, which is something I guess fans have been waiting for since Han Solo mentioned it. Well, no, there's, there's the uh, deleted scene from Force Awakens when um, Chewie pulls off the arm of Ankar Plot. Uh, so I learned on the latest Star Wars and character. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, I've forgotten about that. <laughs> and I and I have and I have seen that that I have seen that uh, scene before. But I, I, I guess because they're not really finished up to the you know the final level. But I remember looking at it going, oh god, it looks so bad. I'm glad like. You know, some, sometimes you see the leader saying, you go, oh, that would have been great. Sometimes you think, oh, that, that'd be shit. And also, it made no sense. But anyway, that's no. an episode. Uh, story for another day. So, yes. So, we're sat there. We're four episodes into a seven-episode series. <laughs> we're halfway. So, we're over halfway. Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, it's like, oh, oh, dear. This isn't good. This yeah. isn't good. But then episode five comes along, um, which is the Mandalorian yep. story. And so, suddenly everything is right with the world and everything perks right back up because we're back with the Mandalorian. And I don't know. I mean, you know, I th- I think this Book of Boba Fett thing wasn't planned from the very beginning and we had the Mandalorian. And it seems to me that all the cool aspects of the Boba Fett character, they moved across yep. onto the Mandalorian. Yep. So the Mandalorian is behaving how I think Boba Fett should act but then you bring back boba fett but you can't do that because you've yep. already got a character acting like that which maybe might explain why plus it's disney as well and you can't have an anti-hero you can't have a merchandise you know heavy yep. character be a nasty bit of work so you've got to make him into a good guy and i think maybe that might be what's happening as well behind the scenes i mean i wonder if um if disney will in in a strange way, we're caught out by the popularity of the Mandalorian and especially Grogu, um, and which has worked to the disadvantage of the Boba Fett show. Like I, I feel like it, like Mandalorian became such a phenomenon um, that 
And by the time that they got back to round to Boba Fett, there wasn't that much to really say about him. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and this, by far, to me, is the uh, best episode of the show. Um, I guess you enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought the Mando season three premiere was great. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, and it was I, good. It was good. It was. It know, is. It, and he's brutal at the beginning. You know, the um, the I don't like oh, it taking place in a butcher's shop. They missed. And, they missed such an opportunity at the beginning. And I, I just saw someone else mention it. It wasn't my thought, but um, they so should have done when he broke into the room. You know where the crime boss was at the end because there are all these dog face aliens. If they'd been mm. doing that, that playing poker like that famous picture of the dogs playing poker. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would have been so good. What dress like that as well? Oh, no, you know, but just but, but you, you could have done. It. They'd be sitting around a round table and they could have all been doing the poses of a little bit like yeah they, they yeah, that would have been good yeah. that it was, it was it was really cool and it was it was brutal and like you know seeing him rip out the uh the dark saber and it you know seeing how it's it cuts both ways and it's a you know yeah we always hear about how the you know, lightsabers are so hard to control but you know we we don't know anything we, to me i've always thought it feels like if you wiggle around a toy lightsaber that's just a handle like there's no weight to it but maybe a lightsaber yeah. does have weight yeah, in yeah, yeah, it i don't know it. Yeah, yeah, and it is brutal, and it is good. You know, I, I, I like the dispatching of the crime boss, and you know, the beheading of him to take yeah. it as proof. And but that... then also showing like, see, he's such like Mando is such a great character because he we know he's tough, we know he's efficient and brutal, but then he's also goes outside to the grunts to to the you know to all the goons and says, hey. Get out of here. I don't want to fight you. If you want to fight, yeah. I'll kill you. But you can go if you want. Like, you know, yeah, there's like, money you know. back there. He says there's money in there. I yeah. have no right to it, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, no, all great stuff. This is how Boba Fett should be. Yeah. Um, um, and I quite like the rim world effect of this uh, rim world yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, the effects are, you know, excellent. Um, I like the Terminator 2 flashback. To, oh, um, I thought that was great. I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, holy shit. I never realized I actually wanted Star Wars Terminator style. Like, that looked, I just want post apocalyptic Star Wars with droids hunting down the remnants of humanity. It looked amazing. Yeah, 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 because you've got K2SOs, haven't you? As yeah. Oh, yeah. Terminator droids, you know, yeah. you've got probe droids as yeah. the hunter killers in the air. I don't know. I thought that was terrific. Yeah, that was, that was one of my highlights of the series. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so. Yeah, off the Mandalorian goes to Tatooine to get his new ship. Yeah, um, the uh, the old uh, Naboo starfighter. Yeah, um, which will it was hilarious because you know I, I I'm on, on on various Facebook pages and forums and stuff like that. And as soon as that appeared, up until that episode came out, you couldn't give away the oh, old yeah. model yeah. kit of that yeah. and now they are, it is sky, it's about <laughs> 10 times the price you could have picked one up for it's hilarious. everybody's clamoring for one now, yeah. You know? yeah but it when it goes on too long that scene of like building it and and putting it all yeah. together oh. but but the effects are really good you know the flying over Tatooine and then going down beggars canyon and all that seeing womp rats yep. all very right stuff as well isn't it Yep, no, all look all look cool. The um the remade uh, uh Naboo Starfighter looks looked excellent. Like you know, keeping getting back into his you know silver and grey sort of uh, color scheme and it looks so much better stripped down like that compared yeah, to the bright. The original yellow banana of... yellow was just stupid. Such a dumb choice. So mm. yeah, no, it looked great. Yep, yep, and yeah, the effects of you know him flying around, going up into space, excellent. The yep. the two X wings that come alongside him. 
really, really good, really well done. Those X-Wings, I mean, they're obviously not models. They are, you know, CGI, but the weathering on them, when you see the close-ups of them, you know, fantastic work. Yep. Um, And, yeah, he lands. How was it? Goes the lady and he wizard. He says, which has um, <laughs> caused consternation in many a fan that he uses the word wizard. Um, that's a great line. People don't use the word wizard to mean great anymore. But that's an old way. I mean, people back in the 50s used to say wizard if they were happy about something. I think it's quite nice. I'll, I'll take your word for that, mate. <laughs> okay. Weren't you a fan of it? <laughs> no, I mean, I just wasn't around the 50s. I was... Oh, okay. Right. All right. What nor was I? I just like. Watching oh, I'm 50s just joking films. with you. All right. Um, uh, I, I really do hope we get a bit of a. Um, at some point, we do need to have um, Kitster come back and like something. We need to have a you know, someone someone come in. You know, adult Kitster. Yeah. Bring him back. Season three. Well, you can do. I mean, you know, I mean, pretty much everything in Book of Boba Fett all took place on Tatooine, didn't it? You know, so yeah. I, 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 we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, probably. But like, I've got to say, I fucking love Tatooine. I love deserts. I love. I think I love the whole aesthetic. I'm getting sick of it. And like, man, I hope Obi Wan gets off world. No, I've got a feeling he's going to stay. They got the sets now, yeah. haven't they? You know, yeah. you know. So brilliant episode five. Episode six starts, and uh, that brilliance is sustained because we got Oliphant back. I love this opening scene where oh, yeah. he he, he uh, encounters the Pikes doing their deal. Uh, yeah. It's just so cool. Um, he is one of the best things in the show yeah, by yeah. far. I've never I've never seen Deadwood, and it's I've been no, I've been meaning, get, meaning to get around for a forever. Everyone just says like he's basically just playing his character in Deadwood, where he's like a you know a sheriff. I think he's a sheriff in that, and he, but he's got like such a you know. That he's not he's not playing Star Wars. He's playing Western. Yes, that's all he's that's all he's doing, and it's cool. And it's if everyone did it, it'd be it'd be not good. But like that, the the fact that that's his character, and like yeah, no, it's uh, he's he's well cool. He he looks um he looks real skinny, but he he is scrawny, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. But you know, my 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 wife's a fan of him, and she didn't know that he was in the show. (laughs) Yes. Um, and she didn't know he was in the show. She, she she knows him from other things, and she's not a big fan of Star Wars. But yesterday, I, I, I was watching this episode, and I said, "Oh, uh, just watch the beginning of this." And she was, you know, quite amazed by how much it, it, it is a western, you know, yeah. <laughs> and it most definitely is. And yeah, no, he he's brilliant. Um, I like his catchphrase, the whole "think it through." Yeah, uh, thing that he's got, and um, yep, 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 all good, all good. So you know, my um, my, my enjoyment level is still high. Um, There's always um, I, I know uh, Frank Herbert, the uh, author of Dune, always had a bit of beef with Star Wars and their um, use of uh, spice. And like seriously, that is like a, a little wooden box of melange from <laughs> from Dune. Most definitely is hundred percent. I don't know. It's Star Wars is not even trying to hide its uh, debt to Dune. No, 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 not at all. Um, so, you know, I'm enjoying it. That's it. We're back on track. We're back on track. Uh, we've had one episode without any Boba Fett in it whatsoever, all Mando. Um, yep. and then, you know, episode six starts and we've got old Timothy. Uh, but then we've got Mandalorian goes to see baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, first question is... I, couldn't be- I could not believe we were seeing Mando again. I was like, are you for fucking real? What? Yes. <laughs> what? I could not believe it. I was, I was just, I was honestly just like... Because my again, my wife doesn't watch this either. So I was sitting on the couch, turning around, look, pretending to talk to someone. Going, can you believe this? There's no one there. 
But and again, and again, yeah. I, I, every episode I'd watch Wednesday lunchtime, so I I have my phone phone turned off. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, for internet all through Wednesday morning. So I'm coming into it, you know, completely fresh with no spoil spoilers at all or anything. And it's like we're back to the Mandalorian again. Could not believe but, it. But I don't understand. How does he know where Baby Yoda is? Well, you know, stuff, stuff can happen off screen. I, I, I don't. I, he could have got an email or a text. Who? I mean, yeah. I, I, we don't know. But I mean, he couldn't have just. Would, would you? Would he have just handed over like you know his best friend to this stranger, and he's just said, "Oh, I'm going to go train him." Like, there's probably a little scene somewhere where the guy goes, "We're on this planet. Here's the coordinates." Blah blah blah. Like you know, I reckon that's... Luke gave him his business card. <laughs> El Skywalker, Jedi Squire. <laughs> Jedi Master, yes. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, he goes there. We've got R2D2 there, and we've got a new design now. Um, and I don't like the new designs. I love it when they look back to the the original because the originals were brilliant. These ant droids are just clunky, not yeah. stylish at all, and they're all a bit. Ugh. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, like I remember, yeah, well, I remember watching it and going, oh, okay, it's, it's kind of interesting, but it wasn't like I was drawn into it or felt they were, no. they were like particularly Star Wars. Did you get a bit of a sinking feeling when R2 turned off? Yeah. I yep. was like, oh, fuck off. Like, is, like, are we having bloody Force Awakens nonsense again? Like, yeah, it, it, it is it again. We, that was we've got weird. nothing for him like, to do, what? so we're just going to turn him off. Yeah. Yeah, that, mm. Like, you know, if you think of how animated and what a character R2 is in the original trilogy, like, you know, it's like, that was, yeah. I felt like that was a direct reference to the Force Awakens R2, and it's like, well, no, we don't, we don't need that. You could probably... No, no, no. R2 is kind of, he can, you know, he can, I, I don't know. Maybe they would have stuffed it up if they tried to make him too slapsticky or something, but yeah, I was just like, why is he just turning off? he's got anything to do. Um, where do you think these androids came from? Because it doesn't seem to be a, a, a habited planet, does it? Oh, they would have just bought. I mean, Jedi's have got. Luke's got spaceships and stuff. They just order. They got like you know Star Wars Amazon deliver some. Like yeah. Well, thought, where does Luke get his money from to buy them then? Uh, he's friends with like some really high up people in the Republic. Like you know, like there's nothing in Star Wars that like if you're trying to think about it in realistic terms, there's always a million ways to get around it. Like, you know, like his sister is the head of the Republic. Like at this oh, time, like, you know, of course. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it's like his sister helping him out. Yes. Yeah. 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 Cause I'm guessing this is the same planet, you know, where we see Luke and Leah, um, um, you know, uh, practicing. Yeah. And, uh, in, and where, um, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny about that. I, um, I only ever watched, um, last Skywalker, uh, last Skywalker, the rise of Skywalker um, uh, once until fairly recently. And I went for a wee and missed that scene. So the other day I actually watched it again and I, I watched it up until that point And then I just went, oh, okay, I'm done. Okay. I've seen the bit I missed and now I'm done. Right. Okay. Well, that's a, that, 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 that's a good segue into the depiction of Luke then um, and mm. how things have changed. And I think they have learned a lesson from feedback and comments yeah. when he appeared in Mandalorian. I think I think it's two things going on. Number one, they've improved their technology, or they've got that guy, that YouTuber, that did a yeah. much better job, and, and what we're seeing is his work. Yeah. But I think they have learned their lesson in that if you watch that, see, all the Luke scenes, when it's a close-up of him, he's not talking. Every time he talks, yeah. it's either he talks off-screen yeah. or in the distance. Yeah. Which, which is like, 
that's what that's what special effects are supposed to be about. Like so much of the original trilogy is like things look a certain way because that's how they had to do it. And you work around that. You've got certain limitations, so you work around that. You don't try and, like, in, in like at the end of Bloody Rogue One with that weird plastic Princess Leia when they zoom in on this close-up that looks doesn't look right at all. It's like, why do you do that? Like, if it doesn't look right, like, do the, you can do the shot however you want. You don't have to do it like that. You could do it, you know, from behind, from the side, in the dark. From like, behind. In, yeah, the Leia know, scene could have been done from behind. Everybody would 100%. know who that was, yeah. wouldn't they? Yeah, and people wouldn't be like, "Oh my god, we want to see your face." Like, yeah, so, um, yeah, they, 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 so that that's a really good observation that they are working around the, uh, you know, the, the, the limitations. And honestly, when I first saw that for the first minute or so, I'm watching it going, "Holy shit, they got a really good Luke impersonator." I, that's what I was watching, going, "Who is that? That, look, mm. that guy looks just like Mark Hamill." That was my first thought, and like, if you can do that to me, well done. Yeah, and I think what's selling it for you is those close-up shots. He is still, he's got his eyes closed, and it's always the eyes that, that are a fail yeah, for me. They, yeah, they yeah. never look right. Um, so, yeah, all those ones where he's meditating, you know, he, it does. It, it, it looks like it's found footage from Return of the Jedi. Um, yeah, no, it, and, yeah, I think, I think they have been very clever the way they have Luke talking now. Yeah. Um, so that's very good. What isn't very good, as I say, I don't like new designs. You've got these frogs, and it's a frog, and they've turned it Star Wars-y by only giving it one eye. And it's like, <laughs> can't you think of anything better? All right. So that, that is a callback. And I, I just, because I've not watched that, uh, that sh- this episode again since. So someone gave my son a um, baby Yoda toy ages ago and it comes with a little toy frog with one eye and I'm pretty sure that's the frog from you know when he eats the frog uh, in the, the in, in, in the Mandalorian village. yeah right. I think that's just the same frog if it's got one eye I didn't even notice that but like we've got the little toy plastic frog uh, that right, lives in our right. bathtub so I think that's just a callback to the Mandalorian uh, okay alright um, what do you think of the idea of Luke's training of baby Yoda to get him to jump is actually have the training remote shoot at him <laughs> <laughs> it seems a bit harsh, don't you? That doesn't seem the Jedi way. Uh, I mean, there's days where I would absolutely love to have one of those with my kids, mate. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is it, like the Jedi is such a, a weird, a weird contradictory organization. Like you have like Yoda and Empire Strikes Back, who's such a a hippie Buddhist monk. Like, and then like you got like your Luke here, like yeah, fi- firing off lasers at a, at a, at a, at, a, at a toddler. It's, but it's yeah, meh. I don't, yeah, it, it is funny, but yeah, it's, it's all uh... very mean. Yes. All right, so we cut back to Mandalorian goes to the Jabba's palace. Boba's yeah. there. <laughs> we do see him in his own show, but he's there for about like two minutes, isn't he? And he doesn't say anything. He's being told by Fennec what they're going to do. She started off as such a strong character, and by the end, she was just um, Mrs. Exposition. Yes. Yes, and and to, to, and like and and especially in the last episode when she like she's like laying out the plan and like she's she sounds like and this is so foolproof and this 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 and it's it's all complete shit and falls to crap like like it, it actually weakened her as a character by the end which is really annoying. I do like the fact that in the last episode she does get to be an an assassin rather yeah. than you know but, Basil exposition. We'll get to that, but that is a bizarre little like like that's almost like a forgotten scene. Oh, oh and by the way, we killed the. Bosses. All right, back to the main show. Yes. But that right. is bizarre, that, that bloody scene. 
Before we get there, though, we've got the Mandalorian going to see old Cobb Vanth. Yeah. I like the way Cobb Vanth says, um, you know, uh, the people are good fighters. Mm-hmm. Well, you see about 10 of them. Yeah. They're moisture farmers. It's a tiny little what? town. It's like, yeah. it's like a... It's not like even a, a town. It's one street, village. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And, and apparently, apparently that, I, that's all the back... <laughs> that, that's like the Rohirrim writing in for... for bloody, yes, uh, we are for, led for to Boba believe. Like, and from what I remember from Mandalorian, the Crate Dragon episode, they didn't really do an awful lot. No. Uh, it was the Mandalorian that saved the day. Yeah. So I don't buy for one second that these people are good fighters. They're all like middle-aged, and they're farmers. Um, but yeah. he goes off, and we got Cad Bane, the appearance of Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know, do you know Cad yeah. Bane from the animated shows? I've, I, haven't watched, I haven't watched all the um, Clone Wars, but I've seen enough to know who he was, and I thought he was cool. And as soon as I saw him, but like, and I don't even know the guy that well, as soon as I saw him, he was like, huh. He doesn't look blue enough. And then I was like, well, maybe he's got sun cream on or something. I don't know. But, like, I, I don't know. Again, this could be one of those things where they overthink things. Is like, well, he's a bit older, so he's going to fade or something. Like, just make him look like how he, how he looked. Like, why do you he make him... less blue, isn't he? And I so think maybe... Blue. Yeah, I think they may, maybe they, they toned him down and went more towards a grey palette was because, you know, that's not a CGI Cad Bane. That's a prosthetic. That's a mask. Right. Okay. And, and yeah, if you if you call up an image of Cad Bane in the show to the animated, you know, that yeah. the, the, the face is a different shape because, of course, you've got to get an actor's nose under there right. and everything. So well, I think because they had cut, made, you know, Cut his nose changes. off. If you, if, you want to, if you want the role, <laughs> cut your nose off, mate. Like, you know, yeah. a bit of dedication. That's if all I'm asking for. But what made me laugh is, you know, from the silhouette, you go, yeah, that's Cad Bane, right? Yeah. But he's walking into town. <laughs> there is absolutely nothing behind him. Where has he come from? Has he walked all the way from Mos Espa? It's just a, it's just a little 80k walk across the desert, you know? Just... Yeah, Dave, 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 well. Dave must have loved that. Yes. <laughs> um. <clears throat> I, I like the fact, yeah, there are changes physically to him. But no, um, he looked cool. Yeah. I was straight away, I was like, oh, what? And like, I was like, okay, I know who that is. And like, I don't know, I don't know the, the deep lore of the Clone Wars. I was like, okay, it makes sense. And yeah. I, I, th- I, I thought he sounded great. He look, it looks well, I was cool. I say, the, the voice is, is the same. It's the same yeah. actor from the yeah. cartoons um, doing it, you know. No, he, lo- he, looked, he looked bloody ominous. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, great. And, and Timothy Oliphant, you know, he knows there's trouble. Yeah. He spots him walking. He, he warns people to get inside, and the deputy comes out and he's like, no, hey, back off. Hey, as soon as the deputy came out, you're like, well, you're dead. Yes. Well, deputy, he was a knob dep- anyway. We, dep- deputy we, Scott. That's yeah, his name. Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that from Swick. Um, oh. Yeah, um, yeah. no, um, we know he's a knob um, because yeah. he was mean to Mando, wasn't he, when Mando parks his spaceship. Um, and I like Timothy Oliphant. He knows... He's screwed, basically. Yeah. He, he he is scared, isn't he? You know, as yeah. this stranger walks down the down the street. Um, I don't understand how um, Cad Bane knows about how Cobb Vanth had Boba Fett's armor. I don't mm. know how he knows all this information. Has he been on tattooing all this time? Um, mm. And well, yeah, you'd imagine like the the, the 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 dodgy element on Tatooine, 
keeping an eye on stuff. And there's, if there's a guy, tr- tr- you know, walking around somewhere on Tatooine wearing that armor, which is supposed to be so famous and iconic, like I'm sure were to get around. Like, oh, all right, okay. I guess. And yeah, he, he he gives the ultimatum, doesn't he? And uh, and then he walks away. I don't know to where. He just <laughs> walks very slowly <laughs> away again. I've got to go get my bus. Yes. And then we've got a very Scarface scene where you've got the two guys, uh, the two pikes go into the old Jennifer's bar yeah, and, um, yeah. you know, and, and, and then blow the that place was, up. So, 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 so that's such a waste, such a waste. Like, I just would have loved to find a, a bit more about her and like, you know, that like she was supposed to be the neutral ground. Like, how, how was there not like a scene where they're all sit down, like all the crime lords are sitting there and there's like, you know, a Mexican standoff sort of thing. Like, that's where it should have all been happening. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you see about our Jennifer Bills when she uh, when she took on the role? She didn't actually realise it was a Star Wars project. <laughs> she didn't know anything about Star Wars, and she went for this thing called Book of yeah. Boba Fett. And didn't yeah. realise. Yeah. And yeah, sixth episode ends with uh, Luke giving Baby Yoda a choice: either yeah. the, the the chainmail shirt or Yoda's lightsaber. Now, call me a pedantic but didn't yoda lose his lightsaber when he had the battle with palpatine in uh, revenge that, of the sith that, yeah there's that, a it's a bit of stuff about that like um i was listening to uh rebel force radio and like they, they were talking about that and it's it's just one of those things it's like you know you, you could sort of freeze frame a certain you know frame in the in the fight and maybe you could think he's still got it on his belt oh, when he, okay. he jumps into the, but it's it, yeah it's it's a tenuous thing, but yeah, I, I, I never care about that stuff particularly. Right. All right, so we're going into the last episode, and, you know, we all know it's the last episode, um, and I guess when we sit down, we don't know I've, how much I've, is going to be I've resolved say, or carried on. Going going into it, I was feeling kind of bummed out. I was like, oh, man, we're going to have a Boba Fett episode again, aren't we now? They're going to have to finish off this Boba Fett series with Boba Fett now, aren't they? Oh, God. Well, I didn't know. I, I thought, well, how much of this is going to be left open-ended and will continue in Mandalorian Season yeah. 3? So, I mean, I, I, mean that, I mean, if that was smart, that would be the way to do it. Because I, I don't think... I don't think Book of Boba Fett's got the legs to support another series, but they should fold it, the events, which, you know, they have. You fold it all back into Mandalorian. That's Yeah. What do you think? I mean, we're seven episodes into the show now. What do you think of Tamara Morrison's acting in this? I think it's, I think it's fine. I think, he, I, think, I think some people kind of... I think some people have a real problem with that. I think he's just playing a kind of a... I don't think it's been written well. Like, I don't think he's... If he if he was written as being some sort of like you know doing some criminal bad stuff and he was still being a nice guy, well yeah that wouldn't be right. But he's been written as a nice guy. He's like he's been written a bad role. I don't think he's. Been, I don't mm. think. I don't. I think he plays exactly what he's been given, and I don't think it's good. So mm. I don't think. I don't think he's great, but I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think what he's portraying is uh, <laughs> is any different to what he's been written. So mm. yeah. you know, yeah, what, can nice what, what, what can he do? What can he do? What can he do? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what he can do. He can do what he's told because in this, at the beginning of this, you know, the Mandalorian comes in and says, um, you, you know, this is what Freetown wants. And he goes, yeah, all right. Uh, he then says, all right, we're going to go back to the palace, which is this hugely heavy fortified castle, basically. Also, 
Sorry, and we just—I just have to interrupt. Freetown, like what a bloody shit name. <laughs> that's up, that's up there. That's up there with Death Sticks. Freetown, Death Sticks. Yeah, like, yeah. George should have written that bit. Yeah. So yeah, no, he quite rightly says we'll fall back to the palace. We can defend that. Blah blah blah. Yeah. blah. But yeah. then that annoying mod girl mm-hmm. goes, "No, we're going to stay here in this burnt out bar. We're going to show he, the he people what we're that. doing." Yep. This is yep. henpecked Bobber, isn't it? He is henpecked. Yep. Yep. So Cad Bane walks in yet again, walks in up the street, and uh, and that's when Bobber finds out it's the Pikes that killed the Tuscans and not this uh, scoop jockey gang. You know, you know, it's funny. At that point, I'd so like was kind of slowly checked out from this show. I, I thought he already knew that. I, I was like, when he they said that, I was like, uh, did, did we not know that already? Because we know it watching the shows. So I wasn't. But like when they said that, it was like, was that a revelation? Oh, okay. Oh, did we not know that? Like it was uh, to Bobber, yeah. Yeah, but it was, but it wasn't like the like the way that I was, you know, watching the show. I was like, oh, okay. He didn't know that. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right. So then we have this another. Huh, I, I assumed he knew. I should, sorry. I assumed he knew that the that the, the train gang was connected to the bike gang. I thought that was clear early on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The next moment, I think. It could be again, you know, that that they're trying to be sensible in that, but it makes no sense, even though it's sensible. Is R two D two delivering Baby Yoda yeah. to Tatooine? Because I'm thinking, right, if Luke's not there, number one, you don't have to disguise the fact that we still haven't perfected the, you know, the CGI Luke. Yeah. But also, if Luke is on the planet and learns. That you know they're in dire straits. He yep. would stay, and it would become a Luke Skywalker story. Then, you, you, you know what I'm actually really surprised they didn't do, and it might have been good, might have been bad, but I'm really don't know how they missed this. They should have had Ahsoka deliver him. Oh yeah, and tie, and tie that in. I like, don't because she. You don't have to do CGI. You know, it's like have Ahsoka show her being about it. Everyone would wet their pants, and I have no idea how they did not do that. But that's who that's I. A- that's that's who I assume was going to pop up. That's a bloody good point because, you know, when Mando goes to that planet to go and see Baby Yoda, he already knows that Boba needs muscle, you know. Yeah. Um, so why didn't he say to Ahsoka, well, do you want to come back with me? Because uh, she's, she's in, not in a Jedi. She's, she's kind of Jedi adjacent. She's kind of out there doing her own thing. And, like, you know, she'd want to go back and protect Grogu, who's made her choice, made yep. his choice. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we get old uh, Fennec, yeah, letting us know now that everyone's split up. Um, yeah. Spread out the city, looking for the pikes arriving. Oh, I they, don't know how they, they, they've split up their forces of like six people. You got <laughs> like six people. That that city is chuffing massive. You keep yeah. seeing it from the air. You know, yeah. it, it's the size of like two Londons or something, and you've got six people. Um, um, and then where, where, and then they're going to be bolstered when the people of Freetown arrive. <laughs> When Which the, when is the 10 twi- people. When, when the 12 <laughs> people of Freetown come riding in with Gandalf at the front waving a flaming sword. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do. And it's like, oof. Um, so, yeah, Cad arrives yet again, walking down the street. And we have <laughs> Cad and Bane he's got He's off. got great calves. You can tell he does a lot of walking. He's got great calves. But he does it very slowly, though, doesn't he? <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, there is a history between these two from yep. the animated shows. Yep. In fact, I think it's in the animated shows. It's Cad Bane that actually dents Bobber's helmet, you know. Okay. Um, yeah, so, um, and, yeah, again, you know, we've got this classic Western face-off, but Fennec 
comes along and orders Bobba not to engage Cad Bane. You know, you're too emotional right now. Step down. And yeah. um, and they allow Cad Bane to just walk away. You could just yeah. shoot him in the head right now. <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, so the treaty is broken. Our Gamorians are killed by being pushed off a cliff. Um, and Fennec is sent off to Mos Eisley. And uh, Santo... I, I, I assumed she was going off to get um, the, the Tuscans or something. But then later on, I thought when Boba went off, I, I forgot about the bloody Rancor. That's how much how engaged I was with that. I thought right. he was going off to get the, the Tuscans or like, you know, some other... Which would, which would have been terrible the way at that point because there was no connection with him with other Tuscans. But that, that's what I thought they were going to do. Has some mm. horrible, cheesy, like, you know, the Tuscans coming to save the city people. Save the day, yeah. Wrong uh, on so many levels. Yep. The Pikes arrive, all right, at this yeah, bar. Can I just say, and also, the Pikes are such a boring, boring, like... I don't like their design. No, they look shit. They're a bit like the um, uh, the Nomodians out of the Phantom yes. Menace. You know, just yeah. this boring, flat face that's just like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. give us... Oh, I don't know, like, but they're just, they're just not... Not nearly interesting enough um, a look to, and they all look very similar as well. So they had to put give them different clothes to make you know, this guy's the leader. But they, they're nowhere near interesting enough to to be main protagonists. No, they look and in this upcoming battle, you know the jetpack battle. I'm never convinced for one second that you've got overwhelming numbers of pikes because you only see about five at a time. There's upwards of seven of them. Are you kidding oh, me? There's there upwards of seven. <laughs> This is the army of pikes that's going yeah. to overwhelm them. Yeah. All right, okay. And, uh, yeah, the people of Freetown then arrive, um, which is basically, yeah, 12 farmers. Not exactly yeah. muscle, is it? Yeah. You know? Um, and then with the bloody stupid mods arrive, um, and... Sorry, and, like, the bit that I'll just, like... I'll never watch again. The the bit when the it's like the the city girl and the Freetown girl they cooperate. Oh, oh it's like it's just, that is terrible. It makes me hate all of you so much. It's all this you know representation now, and you know. Um, oh, that, you know I mean the... that's fine. Represent fine, but you know I, I don't care. But just just do it if you you can do that and still make it look fucking great or make it interesting or like all you've done is make me hate the free town and the it, mods even more it's, like, it's not it, it's just annoying yeah it's yeah. shit um so it's, and, it just it just felt very lazy and that's half ass done like it's just like that, that, that was just that, that was one of those bits where I go this show was not put together right that no and and you know you say lazy and I I don't like this laziness in, yeah. in filmmaking where you'll have somebody who we are shown to be severely wounded in which case yeah. in this case Santo the Wookiee who arrives oh, yeah. very badly limping yeah. right and five minutes later he's running and walking no problem I thought I he was going like to I thought he was going to die a few times I thought, okay well you know he, he's not like you know if he died I'd be like well that's kind of serious he's not like someone I'm super attached to but like yeah. Yeah, but they couldn't even kill him off so well he's staggering down the street and I'm watching it again I, I, I was watching him and he's he's being shot by the pikes and every blaster bolt hits his metal belt or his shoulder pad. Yeah, not, okay. not one of them actually gets him in the body. And it's like, how, how bad a shot are these pikes? They're worse than stormtroopers. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, okay, so next we've got the arrival of these big droids. These big clumping yeah. droids arrive, uh, which are a resurrected design from an unused design from the prequels. Mm, they, they look prequely for sure. I can see them very... on uh, the the Battle of uh, um, uh, Geonosis for sure. Yeah, yeah. That, it, with this, you know, stripped back silver chrome gunmetal color scheme that we yeah. see in the Mandalorian. They're very Terminator 2 now as well, aren't they? And again, Star Wars, holy... I mean, Frank Herbert is, like, doing backflips in his grave. Like, so all of a sudden, like, you know, shields are getting physical and, like, it it, it was it was pure June, like, fast blade, slow blade yep. shield stuff going on with these, these things. Like, it... And... The, they they were kind of ominous, right? Oh, they come up, they're really big and serious, but they were really slow, and people would run down the streets, and they'd be like, "Well, you can get up, you can outmaneuver these things and get above them, below them." So they they never felt scary to me. No, and heresy, Star Wars is boring. This whole thing goes on too yeah. long, and oh. it's like I'm not invested in it, and that's yeah. the problem with this show is, yeah. you know, I'm not emotionally invested in barely anything. You know, there's I old think- Timothy, but that's about it. I think, and again, like um, the the so for me the finale, like uh, I remember, I think it might have been IGN. I, I remember seeing someone rated it like a really high score, maybe nine or not ten, but like yeah. But it's, and I remember, I, I thought this is one of the wor- this is one of the lesser episodes of the whole series. I thought it was a bit dire to be honest. Like, and it is and this, dire. And this whole like slow mo, and it went for so long, and you're running through some brown streets that all look the same, and. The, They'd run. They would run away. Then all of a sudden, oh, the thing would be right next to them. And then they'd run away a bit more. And it just went. Oh, it's, it's just, just not. It's just not believable the, in the, the slightest. The Mando, the way they kept shooting it was draw. I was like, wanted to slap him. Like it obviously is not doing anything. Like stop. <laughs> sh- it, it's a bit like when I play. Oh, I've been playing bloody um, oh, this Lego Indiana Jones game with my son, mm-hmm. with my my four year old son, and um. And it's it's great. It, like it, the, the Lego games, they 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 they've kind of haven't aged great. Some of these old ones, they drive me nuts. But like they teach you know basic problem solving, and we play them together and cool. But the bits I'm bloody hating are when we play the bosses, and the the, the end of level bosses are kind of like a little puzzle, which is fine. It's no big deal. But you have to do it in a certain way. You have to do it in a. You got to make sure that, and my my son just he 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 would just he just want to try and hit it over and over again, hit 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 hit. It's like no, that's not going to work. We need to go find the thing that'll make that glowing thing in his head, like so we can hit it. But he's like no, I mean, so he's just running around shooting. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I felt with with bloody man. I was like, why are you still shooting it? Like, what are you why are you slowing down to shoot it and turn around? Like that's not doing anything. You know, it's not doing anything. No, it's bloody stupid. What also is bloody stupid is um, that Pele, that woman, arriving in oh, all yeah. of this and yeah. hasn't noticed it at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like they just wanted to try and get the... Uh, the again, is that a, that, that's, a cl- that's a clone... That's a Attack of the Clones reference, the, uh, the rickshaw droid. Yes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, and we get this really ham-fisted, you know, reunion of... Mando and Baby Yoda, yeah. um, you know, in the middle of it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then we have the Rancor arriving, and I've seen a lot of people say, "Well, why didn't he just go and get Slave One?" And that's a bloody good point. Yeah, that, that, that would be over that and done with, with with yeah. in two minutes, yeah. wouldn't it? 
and and then they kept talking about like you know we don't want to damage this the, hurt the people like you know seriously like there must have been dozens of people killed in this battle well it's the material damage that the rancor was just about to do to the city as well yeah. but of course the rancors here because you know a few episodes back Bobber yeah. says i want to ride a rancor and yeah. you know at some point he's yep. going to be riding the rancor so yeah um and you know we get a a riff on the Godzilla music when he first starts appearing, and then basically oh, he turns it. into Kong, doesn't he? Oh, I'm not, a, I'm not a big Godzilla fan, so I, I, I don't know him at all. So I didn't, I didn't know that. Was there a, a musical reference? Yeah, yeah. There's oh, a, there, cool. there's a riff on the Godzilla theme when that claw first comes up and over the wall. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Um, now that starts happening. Um, Baby Yoda saves Mando at one point, which should be a big moment, like it, like you know when he saved you know the Mandalorian with that big you know rhino creature. Yeah. But it's ruined by just a cheap gag. He manages to pull a ball joint off of the robot yeah. and pull it to him, which knocks him over. Yeah. Um, don't like that. Um, also, you know the way that this Rancor is behaving. I mean, it's brilliant. You know, you you got a Rancor uh, running down the streets and everything, but. The way it's animated, I'm sure this is the the computer program for the Hulk, um, because <laughs> the way it's moving, the roaring it's doing, this is the Hulk from the Avengers films. What um, what, what Disney's the Hulk? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, no, no doubt. Like, yeah, that's that's so true. Like, I'm, uh, I I didn't notice that, but I'll, I'll have to go back and watch that because, like, why would you not reuse like like all that animation uh, data is you yeah. know super hard the, to create. So yeah, the way it it will grab the, like the arm of the robot, yeah. rip it apart, so his arms go out to the yeah. sides. He'll he'll put his head up to the sky and roar. It's just yeah. so Hulk like, you know. Yeah. And Bobber's not really doing anything. He's just letting the Rancor do it, isn't he? You know, he's just pull, he's not just pulling. He's doing anything. He, he, he pulls the nostrils every now and again. What the hell is he doing? Have you ever pissed the Rancor off? Have you ever ridden a horse? Like that's how I. Yes, I, I, I have. That's and, how uh, I feel when I ride a horse. I'm like, I'm doing stuff, but you can do whatever. I always feel like <laughs> I might, I might pull this this way, but you can do whatever the hell you want whenever you want. Like I never quite understand what. You're yeah, not I, totally in control no, when you're on a horse. No, no I'm not no. a horsey person. Yeah. So Cad Bane walks in yet again yeah. in slow motion <laughs> and, and, and Bobber falls off. And uh, yeah, that's when he gets up and they're going to have their, their, their shootout. And he says, yeah. this is my city. These are my people. Uh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And he gets but- outdrawn. They, 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 they've just created no stakes or like, you know, no feeling of that at all. Like, yeah, it, it feels so hollow and like, oh, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He gets outdrawn by Cad yep. Bane, yep. Um, finally does a, a bobber thing and, and gets a bit brutal. But even then he doesn't do it because you can see that Cad Bane's not dead because his little red monitor on his uh, on his chest is going and, and beeping. So I guess Bobber can't kill Cad Bane. Um, and the rancor's uncontrollable because Bobber's not on it apparently. Yeah. Um, now because no, no one's pulling its nostrils. <laughs> I guess, I guess. Um, the blasters that everybody's shooting at it don't have any effect. And yeah. Matt on shooting. Star Wars, yeah, Matt on Star Wars in character points out that in Return of the Jedi, when Luke hits the rancor with a little rock, yeah. he lets out this huge <laughs> scream of pain. <laughs> And yet these blasters are doing naff all, yeah. you know? To, 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 a, to a, like, a, you know, an infant Rancor, basically. It's quite yeah. a young one, I think. Yeah, you'd think that armour, um, uh, you, you know, hasn't solidified well, enough. So, okay. yeah. 
Bring bring um, bring in the bring in the uh, ballistas. Let's throw some rocks. Yep. Um, Baby Yoda saves the Mandalorian, manages to soothe the savage beast of the yeah. Rancor, which, which is, is nice. nice. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's nice, but it's watered down by the fact that he's already done it once in this yeah. episode earlier. You know, yeah. if this was his moment where he walks out into the street and like that, it would have been like, oh, but no, there, no. There, there is an easy 10 minutes you could trim off the, this whole sequence. Easy. Like, mm. like, and, and like you think, I think back to like, um, you know, Return of the Jedi, like, um, you know, the, the Battle of Endor, like, some of the ground scenes do drag on a little bit, but like you know, if you could, if you told me you were taking one second away from that space battle, like go the fuck away, like like yeah. give me give me five minutes more of that, like and, and this I was just watching, going, oh my god, is it still going? Yes, yeah, um, and and that's it. I mean, you know, he 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 sends the rancor to sleep, then he he sits down and has a sleep as well, and um, you know, the 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 pike leader and the mayor are wiped out by Fennec. Um, which, yeah, she's an assassin. We finally get to see her being an assassin. But really, that should have been Fett's job. Um, it, I think it would have been better if Bobber had. Well, I mean, done I mean, that. I mean that that should have been an episode. Like, don't you think? Like, in the context of like his mm-hmm. arc, like that, it just it was such a nothing. Like, she just went somewhere and just killed him. Like, well, like you could have done that the, the whole time. Like, yeah. it was that was such a weird. I almost wish they hadn't done it. Like, just just. Don't address that and leave them alive and sort them out later on. I don't know. It was, I, I was just, I was just stunned by how quick and meaningless that whole scene was. I guess it could be behind the scenes again. They're tying everything up, aren't they? Because we've got to end this 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 show, and yeah. the show ends with Bobber and his gang. You know, he's got this gang of you know Santo the Wookie and the mods. Um, and um, yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to do a a a season two. Book another mm. book of because I, 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 I think they've got Obi Wan coming out and they'll have some other things in the pipeline before then and 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 Mando will be out. I think I think it'll go by the wayside. I honestly do, and I and I think I think which is a pity. I think they mishandled it. I think it's some cool stuff, but I think it's basically mishandled. Um, so I, yeah, I I really don't expect a season two. No, no. I mean, you know, I. I, I found the whole show. And it, it doesn't need it either. It doesn't no, need no, no. it. No, it was unnecessary. We didn't yeah. need to do it. And again, the same as with the prequels. But they could know. have. It could have. Okay, so it, it, so just say you and me, Eric. Right, we're going we're going to make the book of Boba Fett. Right, all we're told is that Boba Fett has taken over from um, Jabba the Hutt on Tatooine. Go mm-hmm. seriously. Are you telling me that we could not have come up with some a more interesting show than that? And regardless of like tie-ins and Luke Skywalkers and all that stuff, right? But just in terms of that 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 core story, I mean, that is a fantastic setup. How can you how can you how can you how can you stuff that up? Yeah, you said at the top of the show, you know, Bob is sitting down on the throne after just gunning down Bib. This is the CD Underworld story, and if they had gone that way, that's what they exactly. Yeah, but they didn't. And instead, we got this. Um, we got mods. We see. There you go. I mean, I you know will quite happily you know I fancy you know forty minutes watching something. I'll put on an episode of The Mandalorian, and I can go back to that and revisit it, and you know I can enjoy it. I don't think I'll go back and watch this apart from the Mandalorian one and the bit yeah. with Timothy. Um, I don't think I'll I'll ever come back to this show. 
Yeah, well, there's not there's not much you know not much not much to be found there for sure. Do you think with um, uh, the Obi Wan series, I mean that 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 is set, isn't it, between Episode three and four? I think we are going to see him in Mos Espa because you know they've got the programs to represent Gosh. it. They've got the sets to represent yeah. it. So it's just so funny. I just feel like like. They probably thought that there was just such a sure hit, like just, you know, Tatooine, Tatooine, Tatooine. I feel like this show, for me personally, as, as a big Tatooine, like, oh, I don't care. Like, you know, before this, I was like, I don't care. People whinge about seeing Tatooine again. I don't care. I'm Tatooined out. So mm. I really hope they haven't backed themselves into a corner and we get the the Obi-Wan spin on, um, you know, and, oh, you know, I was just thinking about, like, we're probably going to get Cammy and Fixer and all those guys, aren't we? Because they've already yeah. got those guys cast. Yeah, like I really hope they get you know Obi Wan off world and like when I used to think about it as well when people used to talk about the you know early on the the Obi Wan show, I was actually kind of against it being off world because I was like no he's a he's he's in hiding he's not catching an Uber to and he's the next planet after like, Luke as well isn't exactly it? so like to me I was like I was like kind of anti against Obi Wan going off world I, I just wanted him to be. Living as a, a poor hermit, hiding his hiding his four skills, like you know, just surviving, getting on. That could have been a cool show, but ugh, Book of Boba Fett's kind of kind of yeah took it took it kind of peed in its coffee. Yeah, well, we haven't see got we much go. longer to go. It's May, isn't it? It comes out in May. It's going to be interesting to see, like, just yeah, like like whether whether like <laughs> I don't want to say the B team because we're talking about Favreau and Filoni, and you know. I think the Rodriguez uh, episodes were some of the weakest ones on um, Book of Boba Fett. I, I don't think he'll be. I don't think he'll be coming back for, for Star Wars. I love. Soon. I love the way you know when it was all announced. Is oh Robert Rodriguez is going to be there? He's yeah. going to be brilliant, brilliant. And now the fan opinion is he must never go anywhere near <laughs> Star Wars again. <laughs> I, I, I think we'll get a, a Ryan Johnson uh, episode before we get a Rodriguez episode. Either. Yes, I think you're right. <laughs> Good grief. All right, okay, well, I think we're done for today, um, um, Wade, yeah. so, uh, yeah, yeah. You know what, you, you know, you know what, Eric, I think this was actually kind of therapeutic, I think I've had a really good so. chat about Boba, uh, Book of Boba Fett, and I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling, you know, hopeful about the future, but, um, I think, <laughs> I feel like I've got a lot off my chest. Yes, well, ditto, yes, we, we are therapeutic, so, uh, <laughs> so, so, with that, I, I, I'll bid you good night, um. I'm glad we've done this recording. Um, I'm going to press stop in a second because uh, the listener doesn't know uh, we're in the middle of a massive storm here in the UK at the moment, and I've, I've been fearing a power cut. So I'm going to end this quick, all right? Right, Matt. Right. Cheers, Wade. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Right.